Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome one, welcome all. Children of the Internet Podcast Network presents Frames and Flops, the introductory episode. And it's your boy. Oh, you don't know what to call me yet. This is the first episode, ain't it? Well, some people call me King. Some people call me Swish. Some people call me King Swisher. Some people call me Golden Green. Beta D, what's up? If you know, you know. Some people call me Jay Shine. You call me any of that. I promise my feelings won't get hurt. Long as you call me something, you interact with me, you listen to this podcast, let's build a community. Let's have fun. That's what we're here for. This is the first the first intro. This is going to be a, a few minutes longer than what I planned for. But in the future, it won't be this long because you don't know what to call me. It'll just be your boy, whatever you call me. Ah. So this is going to be a show about gaming, about tech, and some reviews sprinkled in. I want to do a review every week. Uh, I have a very, very big passion for gaming. Um, those that know me, you should know. And I, I've just been in a space lately where I've been digesting a whole lot of content, but about 90%, 95% of the creators don't sound or look like me. And that's not to say that, you know, everyone needs to look like you or that it, you know, is a big deal, but representation does matter. And I, I wanted to uh, to be a representation for, for my community. But for the gaming community as a whole, you know, let's let's all eat. Let's all share the wealth. You know, it's space for all of us. And um, that's what I hope this podcast and this network is going to be about. Everyone coming together, breaking barriers, breaking away stigmas, and um, just having fun. And in a, in a passion that we all... You know, most people in my age range, I'd say maybe the 25 to 45 range, we we all grew up with gaming for the most part. It's 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 blown up. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, in in multiple aspects. So let's let's all eat. That's what it's about. So that's that's a, a synopsis of what this pod, this program, is supposed to be about. Me, Swish, I'm a gamer through and through. I play. Uh, I mainly play PlayStation. So if you uh, you want to hit me up on the PSN King Switcher Five, that's where I'll be a majority of the time. But I also play Xbox. And lately, I've been on PC. That's been my latest uh, and greatest avenue of gaming. Uh, PC Master Race is is everything that they said it was and then some. Uh, I built my own PC. And that's going to be something that I talk about in the future. I play it all. Hell, sometimes even Switch. <laughs> so that goes to show you, I'm not too biased. I have my biases, of course, mainly for Sony, because that's where my love really grew with gaming, is that PlayStation, that OG gray little little block with the two buttons and the reset button. That's it. Old school. I play it all. I, I'm fortunate enough where I, I spend a whole lot of doggone money on games. And a lot of them, I still need to play. And that's why I feel like this is a great show. It's going to be a great show that I'll be able to talk about the new, latest, and greatest. And I'll talk about my backlog because I'm sure a lot of y'all like me. Either y'all buy games and don't play them, or y'all might just have not heard. And um, this will be motivation for me to clear my backlog. And, you know, maybe what I tell you about it will inspire you to play that game, old or not. So, 
That's what this is going to be about. So that's my passion. I play, shit, I play, uh, hell, probably out the seven days of the week. For the most part, I probably play four days out of seven. And that's if I'm busy or I'm tied up doing stuff around the house or spending time with the missus. But hell, majority, majority of the time, hell, it'd be seven days out of the week. It may not be long sessions. You know, I'll come home after work. It might get an hour or two in. It counts. So, hell, it might be seven days out of the week. I'm gaming. So, I'm, I'm passionate about this. That's, 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 how, that's what you need to know about me. So, I'm not just someone trying to jump in and, and, and catch the wave. Nah, I, I've been the wave. Yeah. <laughs> but, anywho, to, to keep true to my promise about um, this being a short podcast, I, I hope to keep this under 30 minutes. That's the goal. 30 minutes. Unless... Y'all want me to talk more. But until that day come where y'all say, hey, man, talk some more, I ain't going to do it. So I'm here to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy, the latest game that came out uh, just a few months ago, September. The actual date, I don't know. I don't care. It's unimportant. The game out. You can go get it now. Probably on sale. It went under the radar, and mainly because it's another Marvel game, but because of the... (laughs) The, the bad press that Marvel's Avengers got. People, I guess, either just didn't want to bother because they thought it was going to be more of the same or it just, for some reason, they didn't get marketed the right way. So Marvel's Avengers, granted, it's it's still a game going, cha- going through changes and it's in my backlog. I need to finish that one too. The campaign is great. The multiplayer, I don't know. But I got homies that love it. You might love it. I don't know. But it, it did get a lot of bad press. That's a fact. So that may have affected the success of uh, the Avengers, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Square Enix published both of them. And that may have been the cause of, the, of the, the lack of attention. But it was developed by two different companies. So Avengers was developed by, uh, who was it? Who were them people? Crystal Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics uh, was the developer for that one, and you know, multiplayer online MMO type games really hitting their their thing. But they jumped out on the limb and they tried to catch the wave and and get on that that multiplayer hype, live service hype, and it kind of backfired. They but they made their money back, but they had a lot of bad press. But they're still they're still dedicated to it. So hey, check it out. It might be for you. But Guardians of the Galaxy was developed by uh idols idols montreal and they were in their bag because that's what they do they make single player games narrative driven things like uh half-life and shadow of the tomb raider they were in their bag and they and they and they showed their prowess on this one because it's like playing the movie just the, the god honest truth that's how i felt when i played the game so hopefully what I convey to you shows you that it really is like a movie with some good gameplay elements to it. It's fun. It was really fun. And that's what it's all about. So I'm, I'm going to try not to be um, too detailed in the story. Because if I just sit here and talk about the story, hell, the show's going to be long. And you might not have a reason to play it if I tell you too much. So spoiler warning. If you care about spoilers, I don't. But I'm going to respect y'all. And try not to say too much, but at the same time, like I said, this is supposed to be a short show. 
So I'm not going to say too much. I'm just giving you a, a quick rundown of the progression of the story, a little bit about the gameplay, how I felt about it, and if I recommend it. So you start out, it's a random mission, you with a rocket, and y'all going through some place, and y'all trying to catch this beast. It's a bounty. And then y'all end up uh, grabbing a soul stone. Um, they don't know it's a soul stone initially, but of course, that's what it is. But once you grab it as Star-Lord, you unleash some black goo that's just kind of sentient in the air, moving around, kind of creepy. And it goes off, and then you and Rocket, the coon, y'all agree to kind of shut up about it, and y'all go on about the mission. And that's uh, that's pretty much the intro to the game. It's, it it kind of teaches you how to play the game like a, a tutorial. So y'all go through, do that. After that, you end up running into the Nova Corps. Because, of course, the Guardians of the Galaxy, they always are in some mess. Um, I run into them. Some things happen with a, a religious guy. And that's kind of a seed that's planted to kind of build up what's going to happen later on in the story. So you go through that. You find out Star-Lord might just be a baby daddy. Spoiler alert. Whether he is or not, play the game and find out. <laughs> so after that, you uh, get released, you go to pay the fine, and also there's um there's it's an element to this game to where it's um you kind of pick your adventure like them old books, so you get to choose kind of what you say or the decisions you make. So I chose to pay the fine because see me I I, I I live by the creed you you got to pay the cost to be the boss. If I got to pay the fine, I'm pay the fine. Get them people off my back. So um I chose to pay the fine. Maybe there's something different. I don't know. So I go to pay the fine. You go to nowhere. It's a place called nowhere in the galaxy. That's where all the, the galactic debauchery happens. <laughs> go there. Go through some things. And then um, you end up having to um, save uh, Drax. Drax gets corrupted by some force that you will find out when you play the game. And he's he's down bad. Cause Drax, man, you know, his backstory, his wife and daughter got killed by Thanos. And that's how he got the nickname the Destroyer. Because he uh, went on a rampage to get revenge for his people and his family specifically. So he's uh yeah, he's down bad. The way this this force is affecting your brain. It's like you're trying to um trying to get back to a place to where all your desires are fulfilled and whatnot. And he wants his family. So it's hard to try to pull them back, but you, you know, y'all squad, you, Gamora, Rocket, Groot, and I keep saying you, you as in Star-Lord, because you only play as Star-Lord. Y'all got to save your boy. So you figure out a way to try to save Drax. You run into Mantis. You might recognize her from the movies if you watch the movies, the MCU movies. And then you, um, you find out that Adam Warlock is the, is the the guy that can kind of save the day he's a he's a very powerful man but he's been recluse everyone thought he was dead so y'all run into him y'all y'all bam a little bit y'all find an agreement and y'all y'all get drax straight so drax back on the squad and all that good stuff and then remember i told you about might being you know star lord might be a baby daddy well that little kid get corrupted too and since she's so young and impressionable 
she's been through some trauma. You know, her, her, yeah, she down bad. She down bad, bad. So that, the rest of the, a good portion of the game is um trying to get that girl freed from this force. And I'm skipping a lot of things because this is just a lot of hijinks in between. And it's just fun, man. I, I say it's just fun. That's all I can tell you. Um, so trying to save this kid. Y'all, it's, it's a whole lot, big battles, all that good stuff. And then um, you end up fighting the Magus. Magus is like uh, Adam Warlock's evil side. Um, and he wants all the power and all that good stuff. And he was that black blob, in this, you know, essentially um, in the beginning of the game. So it's a lot of, the way they, they build this thing up, man, like I said, it's really like a movie. So, you know, play it and find out. I keep saying that. Um, y'all fight the Magus. The little girl is saved. And y'all are. Y'all guarded the galaxy. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun game. It took me... And I should have done my due diligence and looked at my playtime, but it took me, ah, man, it had to be maybe 12 hours total, something like that. Somewhere around 12, between, I'm going to just say between 10, 15 hours total playing. Um, but there's a good chunk. I can I probably attribute maybe an hour or two of that is just watching um, cutscenes. It's like a movie. It's pretty dope. So how it plays, it's not the most um, complex combat system. You pretty much have some basic attacks. You shoot, you can punch, you can jump, and then you have, uh, you know, you can select different elements for your gun once you unlock them and level them up to do different things like that. Um, and then as far as everybody else, you know, Gamora, Drax, Groot, Rocket, you can... Um, kind of select them while y'all fighting and then you select them and then you tell them to do a specific attack and they have four different attacks you unlock each each one of them and it's pretty cool so you will be fighting and then you'll click on the button and say Gamora slice them up and then she'll say yeah chop 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 <laughs> so it's uh it's pretty cool and your rocket he shoot guns so that's his thing he'll throw some bombs shoot guns and there's also what's pretty cool is there's little inter interactive objects and spaces in the in the fighting arena, so you'll look at a uh, a barrel or something, and then you just be able to press a button, and he'll say, "Drax, hook it up," and then he'll say, "Oh yeah, I'm waiting to unleash my power, Peter Quill," and he'll go run and pick it up and toss it at people, or Gamora, or chop a rope and and drop a big crate on everybody, uh, or Gruda. It's a little plant or something in there. Grew to make the plant bust everybody up. It was pretty cool, man. They um they really they really um did some cool stuff with. It. Like I said, it's not don't expect um Dark Souls, you know, where you got to you know parry perfect parry and time attacks. It's kind of a spam, but it's fun. So I I I, I did enjoy that. That's pretty cool. And all through the game, while you talking around and looking for things um they're talking and i and that's why i keep saying it's like a movie so you just walking around trying to find a collectible and they're just having a conversation and and at some point you can kind of select what peter says to the group and then they'll give feedback based off what you said um that's pretty cool 
and I'm kind of jumping around right now, but they, you know, back to them interacting and why they're walking, talking, and fighting. So y'all fighting it. They're just talking trash to each other. There'll be moments where you can call a huddle. Huddle up, huddle up. And then they'll they'll start saying, man, my blood is pumping. This is dope. And then you have, you know, two or three options where you as Star-Lord to say, you know, you're trying to rally the troops. And he'll say something either corny as hell or something that get them going. And they'll say, what are you talking about? Or they'll say, yeah, let's go get them. You know, some corny, corny, corny stuff, but it's fun. <laughs> and they'll get boosted for, for maybe a minute or two to where you can kind of spam the attacks with less cooldowns. So, um, you know, if, if it's, it's a, a couple of tough enemies, you can huddle up and they'll, um, they'll bring the funk a little bit harder. So that's pretty cool. The difficulty... It's not difficult. Um, like I said, it's kind of it's kind of simple, but it's kind of complex because I know me, my, my, I got big hands, and I'm sitting there trying to hurry up and and figure out which one, which button I'm press or which one I'm attacking. I start my fingers start fumbling around, or maybe I'm just getting old. I don't know. Um, but that was kind of the most difficult part. Um, and then at one point, I was trying to do something, but I think I shouldn't have been doing it at that level because you do got to level people up with experience but it comes easy you just play the game and you get experience um but yeah i bumped it down just so i can get something a collectible but it's not really hard and yeah the ui is good everything looks clean it's not convoluted you know you get you can get to the characters and you can change the skins you can quickly upgrade you know, and once you upgrade a skill or attack, that's it. You don't got to worry about, you know, having a certain amount of upgrades you can equip at a certain time or attacks. You unlock it, that's it. Um, that's pretty cool. You can go look at all the collectibles you found, read the logs and all that good stuff if you're into that. So it's, it's pretty cool. For our rating, here at the Frames and Flops podcast, we're going to rate it. Based on the scale of some Reggie, some mid, or it's that five. And I said Guardians is that five for real. Um, it's fun. It's worth the money. You could get the you can get the, the time, the time versus money, you know, ratio. You gonna get that. Uh, and it's just like I say it's fun, man. If you into Marvel, you into the MCU, don't let it deter you that it's not like for like exact match of you know Zoe Zaldana and what his name is um the wrestler Batista and and uh what's his face um Chris Pratt don't don't worry about that it's the people that that done the game they did a, a damn good job so you don't have to worry about that it's it's represented real real well um you'll have a good time it made me want to go read the Guardians of the Galaxy comics. That's how good it was. And, of course, to me, Groot is the star of the show, man. I am Groot. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That's It's a good game. It's fire, man. That's that's all I can say. I ain't going to give it no number rating. That's that's cheesy to me. It's it's fire. That's, that's how dope it is. And, you know, I skipped all over the news. Um... Well, in gaming news, what's going on in the gaming news? 
not much really. You got Battlefield 2042 or 43, whatever it is. That just came out. It's some that's some mid. Um, hell, it might be some Reggie. I ain't hearing too many good things. I played the beta. I did not enjoy it. And I guess I'm a little biased because it don't have a campaign. They don't have a campaign. I that ain't for me. I ain't, I ain't with that battle royale type stuff like that. Big battle. I ain't, I don't care for that. Halo Infinite, the multiplayer came out. I, I really, I'm kind of mixed on that. Because like I said, I played Destiny mainly. And I jumped into Halo. Um, and it was so slow. Uh, and yeah, the time to kill was oof, so, so long. I didn't, I won't say I didn't care for it because it's fun, but it is, I, it's not something that's going to grab me. I didn't, I'm, I'm corrupted by Outriders and, and Destiny and Call of Duty, you know, play fast, spam abilities. So I, I ain't trying to be no pro gamer. So I, that, nah, I'll play that every blue moon. Um, Call of Duty, of course, Vanguard, that's out. Yeah, it's Call of Duty from what I understand. I haven't played that one either, but I'll, I might catch it if it's on sale around Christmas just to play the, the, the campaign. But from what I understand, it's just more Call of Duty, man. They cook that shit like crack. So you, if you don't have it, I doubt you're missing anything. If you do, tell, tell me what you think. Convince me. Shit, I, hey, tell me I need to go get that thing now. It's some fire. Destiny, like I said, my main game. Um news you got the 30th anniversary uh stuff coming out soon that's next week and then you got the video game awards that's coming out uh next week as well i don't too much care for those but if you do watch it tell me about it uh maybe one of your favorite games is getting representation and um what else as far as the tech space and get gadgets and doodads and diddly things. Like I said, I built a PC earlier in the year and I, I recommend it, but I don't because, man, the parts are still hard to find, to come, you know, it's either you're going to pay a grip or you're going to wait a long, long time. I looked uh, just to see how the prices, hopefully, like, you know, see if the prices came down or then kind of got stable. Man, just for a graphics card, for one of the high-end graphics cards, I saw them, some things listing for $2,000 just for a graphics card. So, yeah, I, I can't recommend that unless you just, you know, your pockets on swole, swole, then go for it, player. But, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's about all I got as far as gaming news. Um, I'm really waiting for the, uh, the Halo Infinite campaign to release. Oh, and Forza, Forza Horizon 5, that's out. I got that downloaded. I need to play that. Life be life in, and I play too much Destiny. But, anywho, something that I want to do is going to be a segment to where I talk about some, some memories in gaming and how and why I've developed my passion for gaming. So, this is my uh, memory in gaming segment. Um, and this week, I'm going to talk about how, not in detail, but the, the game that really got me into gaming was Mortal Kombat on the Sega. Um, 
my cousin had it uh, at the time. My uh, my stepfather, he had it. That was before he was my stepfather. But uh, anyway, another story. <laughs> Man, just seeing look like real people fighting in the game, doing uppercuts, and you know I like ninjas always, and and um, the blood and all that stuff. I probably shouldn't have been seeing that, but just the the jumping around, it, it got me. It, it hooked me. And, uh, of course, me being a little kid at the time, I'm just mashing buttons and getting mad when I'm getting beat real bad and can't do the fatalities and, you know, working up my blood pressure. <laughs> About to cry because I'm getting beat up in the game or I'm just spamming the button, spamming the kick button. You know, we call it crabbing where I'm from. Um, or they say cheesing now. I don't know. But, yeah, that was, uh, that's what, that's what hooked me into gaming way back in the day. And I still play to this day. Not not really, really, but I, if a new one come out, I'm going to buy it. Just so I can do the fatalities and, and see the blood and guts. Because they didn't, they didn't step the game up so much, man. I, I love it. So um, I love that universe. I watch the movies. You know, um, DC Comics or Warner Brothers. They, they, they make some, some bomb-ass uh, animated movies. And they, and they do the same for... For Mortal Kombat since they're in that universe now. So yeah, man, that's that's the first show. Frames and flops. Guardians of the Galaxy is not a flop. It's some fire. Go get it. Um, I'm a shout out. Children of the Internet Podcast. Michael and Byron. Y'all know this is this this it's the the Cody network. We're trying to grow. Make it make it do what it do, representing the low country. Charleston, 843, stand up. Find me again, PSN, King Swisher 5. I hard to find. A to D, 1906 on Xbox. Steam is King Swisher 5. All that good stuff. Um, so check us out. Children of the Internet. Uh, search it. You'll find all the socials. You'll find where to listen to them. They're on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, all kind of stuff that I'm, I'm still learning. I don't know no better, but check them out. Thank you for listening. I'm out. Thank you all for tuning in to Frames and Flops. Bye-bye.